Welcome back to the Pumps and Systems podcast. I'm your host, Drew Champlin, managing editor of Pumps and Systems magazine. You can visit us on the web at pumpsandsystems.com. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk growing applications for screw pumps. We're going to talk to Randy Bennett and Sven Olson of Lystritz Advanced Technologies Corporation about this. And you can go read an article written by Sven of Lystritz in the August issue of Pumps and Systems magazine. This magazine will be on display at the Turbo Machinery and Pump Symposia over in Houston, September 12th through the 15th. Uh, Pumps and Systems will be there. Lysich will, will be there. See us at booth 1210. You can see them at booth 1126. Um, the sponsor of the podcast is Lystritz Advanced Technologies Corporation. You can visit them on the web at lystritzcorp.com, L-E-I-S-T-R-I-T-Z-C-O-R-P.com. You'll hear a little bit more about them if you, and what they do a few minutes into the podcast. Please search and subscribe to the Pumps and Systems podcast on any platform such as Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Just type in Pumps and Systems. You'll find us. You'll be able to listen to more than 75 episodes of the podcast to this date over the last few years. And uh, to this point, we will bring in Randy and Sven. Uh, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, before we talk about uh, screw pumps and, and how they're used, let's let's get a little bit on your background. Uh, Randy, you want to start talking about uh, yourself, what you do with Lystrits, and, and any other pertinent information you'd like to share? Sure thing. Uh, thank you very much again for having us. And uh, I am the uh, Vice President of Technology and Operations here at Lystrits. I've uh, been here a little over 28 years, so pretty much my entire life, it seems. Uh, but it's been a good, definitely a good time. Uh, before that, I worked with uh, General Dynamics at Electric Boat Division in uh, Groton, Connecticut, working on nuclear submarines. So I figured I'd do something a little safer and uh, start here with Lystrits. And I started as an applications engineer and have um, run up through the ranks with uh, Sven uh, through the years and as a great mentor. And so, um, yeah, and I'm still here and Sven's still here and still helping me. Thank All you, right. Ryan. Yeah, Sven, what about you? You want to share a little bit about your background? <clears throat> yes, uh, I'm presently working as a senior consultant here for Lysbrits. Uh, I have a long history with screw pumps, uh, originally out of Sweden. Uh, I worked with uh, IMO, a company back in Sweden that were very initial for developing screw pumps. And uh, this was some 45 years ago. Uh, came to the United States in the 1980s and have continued with Lystrits here, uh, building up our business uh, with screw pumps in various applications, uh, as we're going to talk about during the presentations. Uh, my educational background is uh, in process engineering, and I also have an MBA, and have uh, retired since a couple of years and keep still uh, around screw pumps. So of course, I've seen a couple of things during my 45 years with screw pumps. So I'm putting it to good use now. All right. Well, yeah, we're happy to have your expertise in the industry, both of you guys' expertise as we talk about screw pumps for this podcast. Let's start with the basics. Randy, uh, first off, what is a screw pump? What does it do? Where is it generally used? Sure, that's a great place to start. And I always think it's good to know why something exists 
before you try to use it in practice. So uh, definitely let's hit the hit the ground running here. Um, if we talk more generally about the whole world of pumps, which is a very exciting topic for everybody, um, but there are two broad categories. You've got rotodynamic pumps, which includes the normal, um, most known type of pump, the centrifugal pump. And then you have the whole area of positive displacement pumps, which includes such things as reciprocating pumps, diaphragm pumps, and uh, rotary pumps, which we're gonna dive into deeper here. The rotary uh, positive displacement pump types, you may have some familiar names uh, you've heard of, such as gear pumps, vein pumps, uh, but of course, uh, screw pumps is what we're talking about today. And they're also in that same family of rotary positive displacement pumps. And so when we talk about screw pumps, there are a couple of types in that area as well. Um, there's a single screw type, which is normally called a progressing cavity pump. And then you have multiple screw type, which is a twin screw pump and three screw pumps, and even uh, more multiples of that, such as a five screw pump. So screw pumps, they're mainly used in hydrocarbon services. So they're not really a water pump. They're more, like I said, hydrocarbon services in markets such as the oil and gas industry from production to refining to distribution, uh, lubrication for machinery. Uh, these machines uh, such as turbines, gearboxes, compressors need a lot of lubricating oil for their bearings and other uh, components internally. And shipbuilding, <clears throat> we use, they use a lot of screw pumps in shipbuilding for fuel oil and lube oil services in the engine room. And we'll go in more, into more detail on those applications uh, a little bit later. So uh, I'll just leave it there for now. Um, but to understand why, so that, that's what a screw pump is. Why would you use a screw pump? Uh, they're not as well known as centrifugal pumps, but in certain applications, uh, definitely required. Uh, so I'd like to just talk about the operating principle of a centrifugal pump versus a PD pump. Uh, very briefly, just to give you a, a good feel for why uh, these pumps exist. Uh, starting with the centrifugal pump, they use a rotating impeller to convert kinetic energy into pressure. Therefore, the flow rate of that centrifugal pump varies with changing discharge pressure. This also means, though, that this type of pump is limited in its ability to efficiently handle viscous products. Uh, the screw pump, on the other hand, is using a rotating screw element, hence the name, uh, <clears throat> and it produces a fixed flow rate that's nearly independent of the discharge pressure or the fluid characteristics. So there on the screw pump, the flow rate of, the, of that pump can only be varied by changing the speed of the pump. So changing the pressure does nothing for you. It also means that this pump can handle um, products with a wide range of viscosities very efficiently. And we'll talk more about that uh, again later on. Um, because of this operating principle of the screw pumps, they're well-suited for applications where consistent performance is required regardless of changing fluid characteristics or system pressures. So you can really count on the output of the pump regardless of what's happening around it. Take some time to hear a word from our sponsor. Lightstrits Advanced Technologies Corp is a subsidiary of Lightstrits AG, located in Nuremberg, Germany. Lystritz is a highly specialized industry-leading manufacturer of innovative positive displacement screw pumps and pump systems for energy, process, and industrial applications. Lystritz screw pumps are developed and designed to meet tough specifications and performance demands. 
The electric screw pump has several technical advantages over hydrodynamic and centrifugal pumps that often make it better suited for complex installations and fluids that are more difficult in nature, such as viscous, shear sensitive, and gas and train fluids that have risks of vapor locking. Lystrate screw pumps deliver the flow in direct proportion to the speed and is flexible where variations in flow are needed but still maintain the same discharge pressure. Unlike hydrodynamic or centrifugal pumps, the pressure boosting by the pump is unrelated to inlet pressure. The screw pump is also the ideal option for low pulsation and noise requirements and have excellent suctionability and low NPSH. Lystrate screw pumps are ISO certified and most designs comply with API 676 to meet the highest quality and ESG standards. With Lystrates, you get creative solutions for the most challenging applications and customer-tailored products that are backed by technical support and after-sales service. And now, we will return you to the podcast. Sven, now that our listeners are pump experts um, and probably already putting in messages here to, to get some pumps on order, can you explain a little bit more detail of, of where they're actually used in the industries? Uh, thank you, Randy. Yes, uh, I will try to go a little bit deeper in where these type of pumps are used. First of all, uh, screw pumps has been around for many, many years. Actually, the twin screw pump that we're going to talk about also during this presentation is something that came up over 100 years ago. And actually, all the way back to Archimedes and the single screw pump that has been an development of the screw pump technology, twin screw pumps, as I said, about 100 years ago, and later in the 1930s, the three screw pump uh, was invented and patented uh, and came to use. Um, of course, one of the largest applications, the largest area to use these pumps are in viscous fluids, and there the lube oil application is certainly the largest. Uh, and it's been like that actually from the beginning of the usage of screw pumps. So you look at lube oil application, any rotating type of machinery that needs lubrication and cooling use actually screw pumps today. It's the dominant type of pump for lubricating rotating machinery, such as engines, uh, turbines, uh, gearboxes, uh, and the list is pretty long. Uh, the lube oil is, of course, something that needs to be circulated and cooled and filtered. So these systems are built around circulating systems. Uh, some uh, are designated according to applications where they are used. We have, for instance, the API 614 uh, lube and seal oil system, which I would say to 95% uses screw pumps. And there you will see the oil being uh, circulated in the system and with an open tank. Uh, I also want to mention seal oil applications where you have uh, double mechanical seals. We also circulate uh, very often the lube oil or a similar type of fluid with uh, screw pumps over these types of seals. So to summarize the largest application or the largest amount of pumps are in service in lube oil applications. Uh, the next in line is the fuel oil, uh, though they had a large uh, commonality in the days when more fuel was used in burners and in fuel injection services. Uh, we still see 
fuel oil pumps uh, for ships, for instance, to inject in diesel oil or heavy fuel into larger diesel engines. And we see uh, fuel oil uh, as form of distillate being used in gas turbines, for instance, being uh, also a very large application where the pulsation free uh, uh, service of the screw pump is heavily uh, appreciated. Um, what's gone back is probably the use of uh, fuel oil like number six and number four, which used to be very common in power uh, plants. We, we see very few heavy oil uses today in power plants. I would say there the uh, screw pumps has gone back and because of the uh, trend to move to lighter fuels and more environmentally friendly fuels, there's fewer and fewer of number six and number four. Uh, fuel oil applications out there. As we move on, uh, the process plant is another area where screw pumps has come a long way, and that will go for both the three screw pumps and our uh, two screw pumps. Uh, process plants can be anything from refineries to chemical plants. Uh, typically in refineries, the pumps are used for transfer, uh, the crude oil, uh, products within the refinery. They are used also for charging uh, various types of reactor vessels uh, and used to basically move pitch and similar products uh, where, of course, the ability to handle high viscosity is highly evaluated. <clears throat> we also have specialty pumps, uh, for instance, like mag drive pumps, which are sealed uh, with a magnetic drive to prevent any escape of vapors. Uh, other type of pumps are flare knockout pumps in refineries, where we basically take care of the uh, knocked out liquids in the flare drum in order to put it back into circulation so it doesn't go up in the flare stack. So that's a new and important application. Another we also point to in chemical plants, uh, the polymerization uh, being on an application where Screw pumps has come to use uh, lately, I would say, and been very successful in certain types of processes. Last but not least, uh, I will bring in oil and gas applications. Now we see a lot of that coming online, and there has been a technology in there which is called multi-phase pumping. And multi-phase pumping is the ability of these screw pumps, especially the twin screw pump, to handle the produced uh, flow from a well in combination of oil, water, and gas with one single pump. And that has come to use in many places where aging reservoirs need a lower back pressure to produce, uh, where we need to uh, limit the amount of equipment we install in the production oil field and instead move the untreated well flow from the production site to a central processing plant. And there, the twin screw pump has come to a very important and still developing news. It could be onshore on oil fields like in the Permian, or it could be offshore on topside on platforms, say in the Gulf of Mexico, or we have seen subsea uh, also on the seafloor use of these pumps. So the Amount of new applications added as we lost, I would say, some of the number six and number four pumps has been added in the oil and gas sector, and we see more and newer usage of screw pumps coming in this field.
Okay, I know both of you guys have something to say about this next question, but Randy, I'll start with you. Uh, what are some benefits or what do we need to know about screw pumps in the applications you guys just described? Sure. Well, I, I mean, you hear all these great places where the screw pumps are used from Sven. Um, there's got to be a reason for it, right? Um, so one of the big advantages of using screw pump is energy efficiency. Uh, in these typical applications, because of screw pump technology and the close tolerances that we use for the machining and uh, overall operation, they can reach total efficiencies of 80 to 85%, which is you know incredible. You just think of uh, bumping your efficiency 10% means your motor size is smaller, you're using less power over time. So you know your energy costs as you use the pump is, is gonna be lower on an annual basis. And as we mentioned earlier, screw pumps can easily handle a wide range of viscous products. So uh, anything from lube oil to heavy tar and pitch like Sven mentioned, um, all the while they're maintaining this high efficiency. So uh, it's really a, a thing where you don't have to really worry about what you're pumping as long as you um, design the pump properly in the, in the beginning, uh, you can have a very large operating envelope with a very high efficiency. Um, and another advantage that Sven alluded to, uh, I guess he didn't really allude, he just came out and said it, uh, would be the screw pump's ability to handle pump uh, liquids with gas entrainment. So the screw pump doesn't really rely on the density of the fluid to function properly. It just wants a certain volume per unit time. So it can handle liquid with entrained gas and still deliver the expected performance across the full operating envelope. And Unlike some other types of PD pumps, these screw pumps can operate virtually with no pulsation. And that's definitely an operational advantage in several applications uh, where pulsations could either damage the system or uh, it could affect the operation of the equipment that's being serviced. Sven, can you think of anything additional that I've uh, left out? Yeah, I will mention a couple of other points that where screw pumps really stands out. Uh, one area is, of course, the nature of a passive displacement pump is that the flow is directly proportional, proportional to the speed of the pump. And that allows us to do a couple of things uh, with the pump. For instance, in oil and gas applications, uh, I mentioned multi-phase pumping, you're able to control the flow coming off the well with the speed of the pump. And that will give you uh, big advantages in order to add production or to add the recovery from a particular oil formation. And it will allow you to meter also to control the flow more precisely. And that flow control is something that is being used very often in loading, unloading pumps and uh, a number of other uh, process applications where you need to have a full flow control, which you can only have by uh, changing speed, not as in a hydrodynamic pump where you need to choke the pump or do other things to restrain the flow. In a screw pump, it's the speed that does it. Uh, also like to add the ability of screw pumps to handle shear sensitive liquids. We know we'll see more in process applications and also in food and pharmaceutical applications. Today you see shear sensitive liquids where screw pumps has a clear advantage. Uh, screw pumps open and close the chambers very smooth and therefore really doesn't call any stress to the liquid. And this stress-free 
handling of the liquid is very important. Uh, also, going back to oil and gas, you pass something called an inversion point, which is oil and water is around 50% to 55% to be precise. Then the oil uh, with the water will turn into an emulsion, which is non-Newtonian in uh, nature, and the viscosity will drop. However, here the screw pump again has advantages. It will not aggravate or to make the emulsion more difficult to treat in separation and so forth. So good, good advantages uh, in shear sensitive liquids. And finally, of course, one very important nature also in the oil and gas field and also in process fields, uh, we can operate uh, at low inlet pressure. That means that the pressure buildup in the pump is not a function of the inlet pressure, which is the case on a hydrodynamic or a centrifugal pump. So we can draw down, for instance, the pressure on a, an oil well, very low, and still boost it to full line pressure without giving up any of the pressure increase uh, or the delta P across the pump. So the differential pressure independent of Inlet pressure is a very important feature on these screw pumps. We move as as we move on. Uh, what would you guys mm -hmm. say? And Randy, you could start. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges in general with using screw pumps? Well, yeah, as you know, the old saying, "Nothing comes for free," right? Uh, so the advantages that we've been talking about, um, the ability to to handle all these different fluids efficiently. Um, it screw pumps oftentimes will cost more i'm not talking you know you know multiples more but it definitely can cost more than comparably sized pumps of different types uh, that being said you know that's an upfront upfront cost you do also gain advantages uh, over time with less maintenance and the higher efficiencies so you know it's it's a trade-off and of course the cost will always be something very important to our customers uh, to any customer right uh, you don't want to pay any more than you need to uh, so you got to do a balance there of the advantages versus the, the cost of the equipment. And Sven, what, what do you think about that? How would you answer that, yeah, no, that right, tough you, question? You are certainly right about that. And I would also bring up the uh, traditional thinking people do when they select pumps. Uh, very often, a centrifugal pumps is the first thing that comes to mind, whether it's the right pump or not. Yeah, true. And unfortunately, that brings very often to what I call misapplied pumps. There are centrifugal pumps put out there in saying hydrocarbon services where they should not be because they are not perform the best they can. So there is an educational purpose. And I would mention there institutions like Hydraulic Institute and other do work hard to educate people in selecting pumps and to optimize the selection based on the right application. And I think there's much more work to be done there uh, on that end here. And of course, it goes to say that the operators, they're less familiar with the technology. Everybody has been educated with centrifugal pumps and learned to live with centrifugal pumps. So it's the familiarity uh, issue here. you got to know a little more about them to feel confident about them here. <clears throat> and maybe you want to see more examples and more references. And there is uh, now, uh, with the help of uh, internet, Lots of possibilities to look at applications uh, by the uh, by the operators to look at applications that could be better suited with a screw pump in lieu of another pump, for instance, a centrifugal pump. So, I would there encourage everybody to use uh, internet to look at 
case studies and comparisons with different pump technology to be sure that you go right when you pick your pump. Well, uh, to, to wrap up this podcast, and, and Randy, we'll start with you again on this question. Uh, what is the best way to get people to utilize screw pumps in more applications? Well, thank you very much again, uh, and thank you again for, for hosting us. Um, really, it's what Sven had uh, mentioned just before. It's the educational component. Um, it's critical that we provide education on this technology, both from us as pump manufacturers uh, in general, in, you know, out into the industry through various, um, various method methodologies, but also, also collaborating with other organizations such as Hydraulic Institute that Sven mentioned. Uh, they're very involved with um, getting the right information out there and really trying to educate the, the entire pump industry on which pumps are there available, which ones to be or should be used in certain applications, and even going beyond that into you know um, the educational for uh, career training as well. Um, API is another great source um, of information, and also you know you've got to collaborate with universities and specialty programs such as uh, the multi-phase pump users roundtable, different uh, niche. Um, say, programs that are out there that really help to educate uh, the industry, the operators, the designers, the contractors on, uh, on the, the correct technologies and the available technologies to use. And Sven, you have any final thoughts? Yes. Uh, first, thank you very much for the opportunity here to talk about screw pumps today. We really appreciate it. Um, I will put uh, an emphasis on the technology development that is ongoing here. Uh, screw pumps are not stagnant in their technology. They are improving all the times. And I mentioned the technology is more than 100 years old, if you include the twin screw pump, of course. And then uh, I see things how I, I've had the pleasure of being around screw pumps for a long, long time. And I've seen how they are improved, it comes to better efficiency, it comes to better tolerance of gas, better tolerance of uh, impurities. And I can see new materials coming up. I see manufactured methods being improved, uh, leading to better and better uh, technology, not just suiting uh, previous uh, applications, but also looking forward to new applications. And we see this technology coming into the food, the pharmaceutical, and the process areas uh, much more uh, frequent today than they did in the past. And all of that has be been, and uh, I would say, a fruit of the technology development. All of that has come as a result of the hard work by manufacturers around the world to improve screw pump technology. And we continue to do it, and we are ready to meet all the future demands that the market may throw at us. All right. Well, that's a great way to wrap up this podcast on growing applications for screw pumps. I want to thank Randy Bennett and Sven Olson of Lystrid's Advanced Technologies Corporation for their time and expertise. I want to thank our sponsor, Lystrid's Advanced Technologies Corporation, uh, for sponsoring the podcast. Go visit them on the web at lystridscorp.com, L-E-I-S. T-R-I-T-Z-C-O-R-P.com. Search and subscribe for the Pumps and Systems podcast on any platform such as Apple, Google, Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, or go to pumpsandsystems.com slash podcasts to get 
uh, listen on all the podcasts that we've recorded over the years. If you have any questions about the podcast or any suggestions, please email me, the host, Drew Champlin, at dchamplin at kahabamedia.com. That's D-C-H-A-M-P-L-I-N at C-A-H-A-B-A-M-E-D-I-A.com. Till next time, thank you so much for listening. 